Welcome to another episode of Paul on Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Pault, and today I've got Dr. Mia Tech Klinkowski. He's uh, ABB's Director of Technology, and he manages uh, their strategic initiatives for some of their spaces like uh, data centers, smart grid, uh, and wind power. And I brought him on the show today because ABB recently uh, – started to participate in the new power engineering initiative that's been launched at NC State University, and it's going to be a re-examination of the space and with a, a, a eye towards creating the next generation of power infrastructures and all. But I think I'll let Miatek describe it better since he was there. So hi, Miatek. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. Uh, hi, Alex. Uh, uh, glad to be here. Uh, yeah, well, this new initiative, uh, it's a sort of mouthful of words, but it's basically about wideband gap semiconductors. And I think most of us uh, know that President Obama has visited North Carolina State University campus just about two weeks ago and announced a, a really big initiative for about $140 million or so uh, into that new technology that will be actually sponsored and conducted by, I think, about 15 or 18 companies, uh, including NC State, of course, uh, because they're going to host that uh, initiative, but also companies like ABB and others. So we are very excited about this. Obviously, we are uh, very close to NC State University. We support the program. We've been doing it for many years. So I think this is almost like recognition of that great mixture of university and companies like ABB and others working together towards a common goal. Mm -hmm. oh, I agree with you completely, Miatek, because when you think about it, um, wideband gap semiconductors, uh, both of uh, both flavors, because I always like to remind the audience that you know if you can't just put them all completely in one box, gallium nitride and uh, silicon carbide operate differently. But the whole aspect of these devices challenging the industry is a major force uh, going forward, especially in the areas of packaging and circuit topologies to get the maximum out of these new technologies. Would you agree there? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. They really promise a game-changing uh, industry here. You know, we as a society at large, we got used to silicone so much then we almost forgot that, uh, you know, this is not the end of the world. But if you look right now in any uh, electronic devices from smartphone to big uh, wind energy turbines, everything is based on silicone. And uh, people said, well, it's all good and so on, but, you know, the efficiency are not that great, the applications are limited, and we cannot switch that fast and this and that. So, obviously, that's not an ideal solution, although it's been commercially applied for many, many years. So, uh, years and years ago, people started looking at different materials, as, as you mentioned, gallium nitride be one of them. But you know, the gallium arsenide, silicon carbide, zinc oxide, even diamonds, you know, obviously they'll be expensive, but they all looked at what we call the wideband gap semiconductors. And, and what it means, uh, uh, for those of us who don't dig into the subject of materials, is the wideband gap means that the, the actual band gap energy for the electrons to jump the, the, the junction, if you will, is much higher or, or significantly higher than what we used to in silicon. So the higher that the gap is, if you will, 
the more promise or the, the better potential performance of the, of the device would be. Well, and you're absolutely right there, Miatek. And uh, interestingly enough, the uh, UK, the Europeans, just launched a initiative in that same space, and they went one step further. They're also qualifying the piezoelectric stress materials for use in extremely high switching computers. So there's a lot of attention being paid to these materials. Absolutely, absolutely. The material science, you know, back 20, 30 years ago, again, uh, I, I shouldn't say it was dead, but, you know, people were trying to look at new plastics and, and some other applications. But now uh, in the 21st century, I really see uh, almost an explosion in terms of material science and engineering. And, uh, again, this, this new initiative in the, in the wideband gap semiconductors shows that in the U.S., not just President Obama or the federal government, but we all uh, are really uh, putting an effort to come up with brand new technologies. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Oh, you and me both, Miatek. And frankly, the next generation technology is uh, party and country agnostic. If we do not develop it, other countries will. If the, if the current administration doesn't fund it, the next one better. You know, these we are. You know, this isn't a game. The people who lead in this space are going to be dominating electronic development for the next generation. Yes, that's right. And, and you, it's interesting, Alex, you're sort of, uh, sort of uh, alluding to, to a little bit of a, of a, of a political uh, landscape in the world. But uh, again, when, when I came to this country uh, from, from far, far away and uh, naturalized as an American citizen, uh, you know, I thought of this country being leaders in um, I don't know, cotton production in tobacco or in, in other sort of uh, uh, industries which agricultural. are sort of flagships, agricultural, and, and even some technologies industries. Uh, yet 30 years later, and you know, we sort of noticed that we're losing some edge in some of these more traditional industries, uh, but we we are pushing, and we have to push even more into these new technologies, Internet being one of them, clearly. The data center, mm -hmm. something very close to my heart, and, and you know, my personal favorite is, is another one. So uh, you, you can see that we are looking for our space in this global technology mix and where we can right. lead the rest of the world. And I think these uh, uh, new semiconductors is probably one of these new industries. I agree with you completely. I really do. You know, Miatek, when you think about um, technology initiatives, especially in this space, these are really advanced technologies. I mean, it's, you can't just simply take, and I mean, some people have, but you can't take, you simply can't just take a silicon carbide or a gallium nitride transistor and slap it into a TO220 package and say you've advanced the, the marketplace. I mean, it's going to demand advanced packaging on a level that the industry is only just now probing. Uh, and then once that starts trickling through, the parasitics are going to ripple across the board. They're going to start working on better board dielectrics. And, I mean, it's really going to push the entire industry forward. What do you think about that? Oh, absolutely. Uh, as you said, uh, uh, we, uh, you know, uh, we announced it. You know, there's some uh, seed money that the federal government is providing, but it's a long way from here to actually having an impact uh, on the industry at large. Huh? And you mentioned the packaging. That's uh, already uh, uh, one step forward. But I mean, even just a way for production, you know, how we manufacture these new materials in a commercially viable 
uh, large-scale fashion. That's that's first one. Packaging is another one. Again, as I mentioned, these materials, because of the wide uh, band gap, they are primarily attractive for higher voltage applications, higher temperature applications. So again, packaging, you have to have the packaging material that will withstand higher voltage, higher temperatures, even a higher frequency of switching. Uh, but then it comes the whole new slew of the industries for applications of these semiconductors. Huh? And this is where ABB again plays a, a major role in, in everything from electric vehicle charging to smart grid to HVDC, motor drives through, you know, solar energy, inverters, uh, uninterruptible power supply. I mean, you name it. I mean, basically, power electronics is around us everywhere from lighting to uh, computer power supplies. And, and that's where ABB is, again, very excited, almost anxious to, to wait for w when we can take these uh, new devices and start some applications will again will be groundbreaking compared with what we have right now. Mm, I agree with you completely, Miatek. And the other side of that is a lot of people. You know, I shouldn't say a lot. Some of the criticisms that I have heard in this space are that they're very niche materials. That they're only going to solve a small percentage of application spaces. And I don't buy that. What is your spot on that? Well, um, <laughs> I know I, I'm old enough to remember some history of technology, and I, I'll give you, you know, some snippets or examples of what years and years ago people thought about niche technologies. Huh? And um, mm -hmm. the, <laughs> you, you remember the fellow called Alexander Graham Bell, huh? yeah. and uh, he played with a telephone and and people said what are you going to do this for it's a niche technology it's actually a, a toy right <laughs> you know think about well, that you know how wrong were we hundreds some years ago about this technology um, and then you can you can have example about the light bulb that thomas edison uh, 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 played with and, and invented and and so many others uh, a, a calculator uh, people said well i mean we 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 have a bacchus we don't need a calculator computer People say, what do you need a computer for? There was actually, I believe it was a chairman of, uh, of IBM at the time. Uh, I don't remember exactly the year that he mentioned that, but he said, I see a world market for computer, about five computers as a world market. Right, computers. right. How many computers do we have right now? I mean, you're talking about the phones. You know, we today in a society have more than one phone per person. And, yes. uh, you know, years and years ago, people were laughing that uh, 007, if you remember the, uh, the, the famous uh, uh, movie then, he, he, he was playing with a little phone, uh, you know, uh, on the size of his watch, and people were laughing that this is pure sci uh, scientific fiction. Huh? Well, guess what? Exactly. I mean, it's reality. And so I, I see it the same arrived. thing in the power electronics. I mean, you know, I don't know if it's going to be a diamond or it's going to be gallium nitride or silicon carbide or maybe some other materials, but they definitely offer, right from the basic physics, a 3.4 electron volts or 4 electron volts of that gap that we're talking about rather than 1.1 that we have in silicon. So we have three or four times better gap, if you will, in that semiconductor, which can translate... Now, in applications, when you, when you start making them and actually putting in devices into a savings of, what, 10 times? The voltage ratings of 10 times? 
temperatures of maybe two times or uh, 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 energy efficiency of 90%. I mean, these are incredible numbers, groundbreaking numbers. Right, right. And don't forget switching frequencies. And switching frequency, yeah. If I can do the thing 10 times faster or 8 times faster than the silicon does, uh, you know, guess what? People start using it. I say, God, I mean, power quality, again, smart grid, uh, you know, wind energy applications, uh, electric railways. You know, we're talking about electric cars because, you know, uh, the, the locomotives, you know, diesel locomotives have, you know, emission issues and, uh, uh, you know, greenhouse gas impact and all of the other ones. So electricity would be a perfect fit for this. And, and again, it can be uh, applied more efficiently. So everything goes. And there are also secondary impact to this, because if you have more efficient, uh, faster switching devices, then you can perhaps have electric vehicle with a smaller battery. And, you know, battery is a big issue for electric vehicle, because this is what limits the mileage, okay? But if I have a better power electronic device to drive these motors, maybe I don't need the, that big of a battery, or maybe I can increase the distance that I can drive my EV. So, I mean, there's a lot of secondary effects that, or thir even tertiary effects that can come from these new materials. And you're, I agree with you completely on all of that, Miatech. I mean, it literally is a new toolbox, a, a new palette of solutions that are only just now being realized. Exactly, exactly. I mean, this is the, 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 the source, the very root cause of everything that can uh, result from it. Huh? So th this is why we're so excited. And, 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 and let's, let, let's be honest, it's not that we will have this tomorrow, okay? This is not that the next quarter business suddenly is going to, you know, revive the whole economy and, and everybody is going to be employed and we will have no recession, no unemployment, and, and, and Detroit is still going, you know, it's going to be a, you know, a city making money instead of losing money. But at the same time, you have to start investing somewhere. Huh? You have to start somewhere mm -hmm. to have the benefits two or three or whatever, four or ten years from now. And again, going back to that U.S. economy and, and regaining the edge in, in technology worldwide, I mean, you know, what, what's a better time than start now so we have that edge in, in not just in semiconductors but in applications, in devices, or even, in, you know, in other secondary industry three, five, or, or ten years from now? Agreed, agreed. Now, I know you've been uh, telling us your vision all of this time, but I always like to end the episode with, a, with you know, giving my interviewee the last word and with, and with your final thoughts. Like what, what would you, if you were, let's say you bumped into a young engineer today, you know, in the graduate, the guy said plastic. You know, now you're saying wide band gap semiconductors, but is there any final thought you'd like to leave our audience with on that or on what you're doing or what ABB is doing uh, as a final word? Well, uh, well, it, it depends what what part of the audience I'm I'm, I'm addressing. But let's say if, if I'm talking to a young engineer or even graduate, uh, I say, guys, stay with technology. I know that everybody wants to have an MBA and everybody wants to be a lawyer or a doctor because there's a lot of money there potentially. You know, that's an image that we have. You know, I I think the technology and the industry that results from this is what really is going to support this society in the long run. 
and, and this is just at least my personal belief. So guys, stay with technology, look into either wideband, semiconductor, or, 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 or anything, you know, power electronics or, or, or smartphone, but stay with the technological subject because the, the world is becoming technological. I mean, from internet all the way to smartphone or data centers or electric vehicles. So that's for, for the younger audience. Uh, for the more senior audience, uh, like myself, you know, I'm, I'm not the youngest guy in the world. I say, <laughs> well, listen, there are new technologies coming. We might not understand all of this yet because we went to school 30 or 40 years ago, but keep your eyes open, support that technology because it will help you, help your company, help your industry, or help your country. Oh, I agree completely. Those are, that, and that is a, a great uh, final statement because uh, it, it not only mirrors what I, I agree with, but I think it's uh, the right attitude for the industry. We have to constantly move forward, and we look back at our peril. Exactly. So, Miatek, thank you so much. Um, do you, does your group have a specific site within ABB, or can they just go to ABB as a web primary website and uh, get some information on what you're doing? Well, we, we are a very large company, so <laughs> we have a number of websites, but I think the best start is just go to www.abb.com, and then from there you can venture in whatever businesses and technologies we have. And there's a lot of exciting articles, white papers, and, and sub-web pages, and all the other things that you can, uh, then you can find. So pl please visit us, and, uh, and uh, good luck. <laughs> Thanks, Miatek. I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. And uh, we'll definitely drag you back and uh, to have you chat some more, because I know we could have gone on even longer. Well, thanks very much, Alex. It's been my pleasure. Excellent. Mine as well. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us today. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day. <laughs>